Welcome to Talk 30 to Me, a show where we talk about the perspective of 30-somethings on life. My kid is an asshole. Love. Did I tell you about the girl that dumped me twice in a week? And the never-ending pursuit of fulfillment. My name is Anthony, but most people just call me Turd. And I'm Randy Z. Let's start the show. So, last weekend, I was down in San Diego. Were you? <laughs> wow. The first time hearing about this. <laughs> I hate when you say that. I mean, it's always accurate, but it's just, why do you say that? So, I was, I was down in San Diego uh, celebrating my cousin's graduation from uh, his master's program. Oh, wow. First in our family to get a master's degree program. Wow. All first-gen Mexicans, first-gen college students, all first-gen Mexicans. We are all first-gen Mexicans, but anyway. And I thought I was racist. What? God. How was I racist? I'm just... That's a humble brag. Anyway. So anyway, I, I actually hadn't gotten to spend too much time with his, his youngest son, who is, I want to say maybe a year old. And so this was the first time I got to actually spend a little more time with him and kind of hang out with him, get to know him a little bit. And after dinner, we all went back to their place and we were hanging out. And his son, this, this kid is something else, dude. Mm -hmm. I, I tell you, he is a little man, literally just a tiny man. He gets his bottle. He puts his finger in his belly button and he's just posted watching TV. <laughs> it is <laughs> the most hilarious thing. Yeah. And, he, you know, he'll climb up on you and then he'll, he'll get comfortable and then he's just watching TV. It's like cat. Yeah, I guess he's a cat, but he's just—he's like a little Al Bundy like a cat person. No, he's a little Al Bundy. Little Al Bundy, his milk bottle. Yeah, it's—it's it's funny. I don't know. Uh, I mean, all the kids are great, but I, I just felt a special connection to him. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's great uh, having kids in your life will kind of help you realize whether or not it's for you right yeah it's well because all the other where... kids were running around and acting crazy and he was just chilling on the couch watching tv with me yeah uh well you really don't develop kids developmentally they don't develop that inter um connectedness that that sense of uh community yeah until much later well i mean he would so go very independent he would go and play and then when he was done he'd come in late sit down and rest for a bit there was one point in time where this dude had a slice of pizza in his left hand and his bottle in the right hand and he would just go back and forth take a bite of pizza drink some milk nice. take a bite of pizza drink some milk i was just like it just blew my mind so why don't you want to have kids i mean i go there, there are days when there's nothing else that i want in life than to have a child really yeah what the hell is wrong with you i don't know that is kind of a weird thing but then there's days where I'm just like, I am so happy I do not have kids. Those days when I'm texting you about my, what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, those those don't always bother me. You know, it's really just like random moods. You know what I mean? Where how, some days you're just a little more emotional than others or whatever yeah. the case is. And it's, you know, in those moments where I'm just like, man, I, I do wish I had, you know, a kid or whatever. I don't want to say like I had a son or I had a daughter because I, I don't think it really matters as much as you know, having a child. I think with kids, no matter what you do, you're going to feel that sense of obligation and not out of forced obligation. It's kind of like the natural, like I got to take care of these fucking kids type <laughs> obligation. That's natural. I got to fucking <laughs> yeah. take care of these bastards. Yeah, it's natural. No. Um, the one thing that really, I, I, I guess the one thing I can't level with is the fact that you're feeling that way 
now. I, I don't know how it would feel like because I had kids before I was 30. So it was more like they were, you know, my son was there. I didn't have that opportunity to really reflect on whether or not I wanted to have kids. I had kids. Mm. Because I have it, I have the setup right now where if I wanted to go visit family or friends that have kids, I can go do that, hang out with them. And then when I've had about enough, I can go home. Yeah. You know, it's and like it's the uncle syndrome. Yeah. And yeah. it's great. I love it. Mm -hmm. But then I, I wonder, I was like, okay, well, what happens when it's my kid? It, it, do you ever just get tired of being a parent? Not in the sense of like, I'm a parent and I'm tired because mm. I've been doing so much, mm -hmm. but just like, I'm tired of being a parent. And that is where a deep-rooted fear is for me. Because if, if that happens, then I have a feeling I'd be a very shitty parent. And I don't want that. Yeah, you'll never know until... Well, that's not reassuring. No. And I, I absolutely love my kids. There's never one point in time where I've said... I just don't want to do this anymore. They're okay. I lied. There's, <laughs> may, there's maybe been once, and just like me Dick and my wife, yeah, it's just like Dick Chicken. <laughs> Why? Why are we going back to Dick Chicken? It's <laughs> completely unrelated. Because you lie about how many penises you've touched. Oh my god! I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Hundreds. <laughs> are we done with this charade? Yes. Did you get an STD? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, he has a permanent condom. Is <laughs> <laughs> that how it works? Hint, hint. It's not how it works. <laughs> so, where were we? Um, you had a conversation with your wife. Oh, yeah. No, I, both my wife and I have had moments where we just look at each other and we just, you know, we level we can't do this anymore. It's like, I just want to walk out of the fucking house right now and leave the kids behind. You know, it's like, they'll figure it out. <laughs> just leave them be. Um, kids can be dicks. They, they can be, they'll, they'll know, they'll collude, they'll work together and, and kind of sabotage your life. <laughs> but they are the sweetest, most innocent things in the world. And if you turn your back on your children, you are a piece of shit. And, and it really takes a lot to turn your back on your kids. It really does. I mean, and I, I was thinking about this earlier because I was actually watching, I don't know why, I was watching uh, season one of Master of None and it was episode two where, you know, Aziz is looking after, or Dev is looking after uh, two uh, kids that aren't his and they just so happen to be a friend's kids and, and she wanted a load off and, you know, parents do that from time to time, right? They'll pawn their kids off someone else. But it was that episode followed by the one where um, I think they were talking to their parents about their parents' history and all that. Yeah, perfect. History. I felt like it was a perfect juxtaposition of then versus now, right? Your parents gave you life so you can keep the cycle going. And to take that for granted is kind of a dick move, right? So one, not having kids be kind of like a, an asshole thing to do to the world. But there is another side to it. If you're truly not ready, and if you truly don't feel like you can be that person that you need to be for your kids, don't do it. The, f the scary part about that is you won't know, really you won't know until you actually have kids. The first year of my son's life, I was fighting myself. I didn't want to be a parent yet, but I was a parent. So it was that uh, fight between want 
and need. What do you mean you were fighting yourself? Like what what was that even what kind of conflict were you going it was, through? It was an internal conflict. It was it was putting a lot of stress and a lot of uh strain on uh my marriage and um just just because I wanted to be selfish. You know, I, I wanted to live out more selfish fantasies and desires and stuff like that. And even my wife and I had this conversation a couple of weeks ago. We were like, what would we do had we not had kids? Like, where would we be right now? We really like pose hypothetical. <laughs> it was really weird. And she was totally like she was totally on it. She, she was like have seven houses and one in Portugal. It's <laughs> it, along the lines of what she said, no bullshit. She was like, we'd be living a more lavish life. We'd have a lot more excess. We we do a lot more. Not that we don't right now. We have quite a lot of that. Yeah. It's not as lavish because we have to, you know, worry about the kids and just kind of not go overboard. But I kind of went at her with would we be where we at in our lives career wise and money wise? She was like, I would be. And I threw it back at her and I was like, you know what? Honestly, I don't think I would. I don't think I would have been as driven or as motivated had we not had kids. So it changes people. It, it changes the way that you think, you approach life. It it changes a lot of your mentality. That fight or flight, right? It becomes a little bit more real and it becomes more of a fight and you can't fucking fly. You, can, you just can't leave. You know, it's not that you're stuck. I, I guess it's me personally. I don't give up. I can't lose. And I think we talked about this before where I can't be bad at something. I, I just genuinely can't. I excel at everything that I do and I try my best. If I get bored with something, that's a different. Oh, that was such that a was, that was kind of, little yeah. arrogant. <laughs> but no, it's okay. No, but it's okay. No, no, no. That's, a, that's exactly what I wanted it to come off as is arrogant. But um, You just refuse to let yourself like lose. I, if, yeah, I can't. Any, so, okay. I want to go back to the conflict that you're facing. And and my question with that is, were you cognizant of being in the conflicted state while you were in it? Or was it something you realized after? Yeah, it was after. It was, mm -hmm. at, it was a lot. Of, um, it, I came to terms with it. Unbeknownst to me, I came to terms with it. And I don't know what did it. But it was partially through the first year of my son's life where I just realized, you know what? I got to do this right you know, and I think it was probably toward closer to his first birthday. And it, it just became not an option anymore. And I, it's something I couldn't fight. You know what? At that point, I think we decided that we wanted to have another. And I was like, okay, this is it. You know, you got to commit. And I, I think we were both in that same boat. It was really stressful. It was a hard adjustment period. I can tell you right now with the second one, it was a lot easier. And it still is a lot easier. She is a fucking handful. Is she really? <laughs> she's su super high maintenance. She seems, she seems so much easier than... Uh, because we know what we're doing. Oh. Uh, because we know... We're, there's no more guesswork behind it. We know exactly what we're doing. And having Ethan a little older gives us the opportunity to do a little bit more, right? Because we're a little bit less concerned with the detail and more concerned about the overall experience. Mm-hmm. Like we're going out a lot more. Like we've been, dude. We've been booked like every weekend for the past like I'm, fucking six I'm months. I'm glad. It's wait, nuts. when you're going out, are you saying just you and your wife going out, or you as entire family going out? Both. Okay. So I have I have a question for you because I was um, I was at a barbecue over Memorial Day weekend, and we were talking. Uh, one of my friends recently had babies. How old is that kid? A year? Keep it take a year. Anyway, they they go on trips every so often, and it will be with the family, and then it'll just be with 
her and her husband. And, you know, she says it's, it's important to be able to do that, have that balance to make sure, you know, you guys do the check-in with your relationship and right. marriage, make sure you guys are still on the same page and are, you know, handling business in that regard. And then you're able to also be uh, a solid role model for your children yeah. as far as like, you know, how the relationship is right? Do you, how, how difficult is it to balance that out? And how difficult is it to leave your kids somewhere and do something? After the first one, not not hard at all. But it, it does, uh, you do need to trust the person that you leave your kid with, obviously. Um, but I totally agree with that statement. And you really do. And, and the fucked up part about it is, and I see it all the time with new parents, because we interact with new parents a lot um, now that, you know, our son's in school. Um, they don't know what to do with themselves. Like, they don't. They can't stand their kids because I think they haven't realized that they're no longer living life for themselves. They're living life for someone else. And that's the hardest thing to come to grips with. And for some people, really, I honestly think some people just shouldn't have kids. You shouldn't be allowed to have kids. It's like you're just a piece of shit as a a human being. Like (laughs) you should not be allowed to raise a child because you're fucking that child up. Mm Mm-hmm. Essentially, everything you do and say, even if it comes out of a place of love, you're fucking that kid up. Like, my wife and I worry all the time about raising our kids and all that. Look, we're, we're good people. I'm not going to say we're the best people in the world, but we're pretty, we're pretty good people. Kids pick up on that. Kids are very intuitive creatures, you know. And they'll, they'll pick up on that natural sense of, you know, the energy in the house and, and, and what people say and do around you and they'll pick up on that and that's that's how they develop they don't develop based on direct feedback i don't think so how do you know when too much is too much or it's not enough when it comes to how much you're putting into your child's life or how much your life becomes committed to your child all right what would you think i don't know because i (laughs) i go back and forth with like you know, I want them to be able to figure it out. They need to be able to develop this. You know, I kind of guide them here and there, but they need to learn these things on their own. So it's more of a lesson sticks with them, right? right. But then at the same time, it's just like, now I want to push them because you know this is this is your start. Where I'm at right now is now your starting point. We're going to take this to the next level, and that's you know not fair. And it, it could be in a different direction where they want to go ultimately once they have an idea of how they want to navigate the world or how they interpret the world. Yeah, but they figure that out, right? I look at parenting as uh, a sailboat on the ocean, and the parents are the wind. We can we can influence the direction of the sailboat, but in the end, the destination is up to the sailor. In the end, uh, that's that's how I kind of approach parenting. You can only influence as much as uh, you can you can influence as much as you want, but in the end, the decision is ultimately up to the child. They don't know that. Yet, but once they, like you said, once they become cognizant of that fact, they they will control their own destiny. Of course, you will yeah. have influence behind that, but they they control their own destiny. You know what I was thinking about this morning is when I was younger, I used to think about, I used to stress out about what if my girlfriend got pregnant or what if this girl got pregnant, whatever the case is. And and this morning I was thinking about like, you know, if 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 my girl called me and told me that she was late. I would be excited. Really? I think so. Well, I mean, yeah, I would be excited, but I, I would also be scared. I but. think it would change your life. 
I think it would change your mentality completely. For the worse or for the better? For the better. So I have a bad mentality now? Not necessarily. You just have a bachelor's mentality. You haven't. <laughs> um, I, I did too. I'm, I'm telling you, up until my son turned like one, probably a little bit after that, I was still thinking very singular mindset, very selfish. And I'm a very selfish person. When it comes to me, I put myself before everyone else. It was very hard to put my wife before myself. I still haven't even come to grips with that yet. Um, Best thing in the show. That's that's perfectly fine, and she, <laughs> and she knows it too. Like I'm, uh, I, it, it's something that I'm working on. Right, See, I'm not I perfect. I don't think I've ever been a selfish person, but I've actively tried to become more selfish over the last couple of years, hmm. and it's been difficult. Yeah. If it's not in your nature, it's not in your nature. I'm I'm selfish primarily because I, I think I, it, it's kind of like a reflex of my childhood. Hmm. You know, I felt kind of left behind. So now I'm like, no, nah, it's all about me, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> but I really think it, it would change you for the better. Um, and, and not, like I said, not to say that you're a bad person now. You just have a different mentality, a different yeah. mindset. You can't see... And you might not be able to level with a lot of what I say a lot of the times. And I know we always get into these like uh, philosophical <laughs> disagreements or whatnot. Mm -hmm. And where you're at, I understand it's completely different. So I, I tend to adjust um, what I say <laughs> and, and how I approach things because of that. You don't necessarily see where I'm at. Yeah. A lot of the reason why I'm, again, why I'm at where I'm at is because of my kids. Yeah, and the other thing I thought about, if that were to have happened, was what would I give up? Okay. What, what would I have to give up or what would I be willing to give up to give them the best possible? Nothing. Really? That's exactly my mentality going into having kids. I give up nothing and nothing. I give them everything. Everything, yes. Mm. And how do you do that? You work harder. You hustle more. You set yourself up for success. That's what I've been doing these past four years. Just really refocusing and retooling everything that I've, you know, everything about me to make myself a little bit m just that much better. Just so that I can, you know, just provide a better life for them. And I have been. I don't know how. It's I don't know either, man. And every time I see you, it's just like, hey, I'm having a new kid. Hey, I also got a new job. <laughs> every time I see you, it's like we only see each other once every two years. This fucking guy. <laughs> no, I assure we, you. We, we record all these episodes in January. <laughs> then I don't see you for the entire shit. year. It's like Master of None season two. How did we know? Aziz told us what was going to happen, right? Yeah, hit him up on Twitter. He four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even know he was making the show four years ago. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah. I think I've said all I need to say in terms of, of, of what having children does. But again, it just takes a different person. Yeah. And everybody will, will get impacted differently. Like, you know, I know people that have kids that they're worse off than when they had kids. That's scary. You know, and what I, it is, what I, what I see is just like, you gotta, you gotta change that shit. This is crazy because we took this episode in a completely different direction. Yeah. That's what's great about it. Yeah. 
Well, I would love to hear from you guys, the listeners, about your experiences and your thoughts right now as far as where you are in life and how you think kids will play into it or how kids have played in and influenced your life and how you found your balance. All right, so on that note, Randy, where can the people find you? You can find me anywhere and everywhere at I am Randy Z. And Turg? You can find me at Turg Says No on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you for subscribing to another episode of Talk 30 to Me. We hope you enjoy it and continue to share it with friends. Make sure you stop by our website at talk30to.me.com for more content and information about the podcast. Rate us on iTunes, and if you really like what you hear, make sure you hit that donate button. Really appreciate it. For Talk 30 to Me, I'm Turk. And I'm Randy Z. Peace. I didn't. I wasn't even on. Yeah, it's still in my ear. Though. Wow, it hurt. I can't even hear myself right now. Are we on? Yeah, we're not on. Because I want to leave now. Goodbye. No, don't. Just don't say anyway. All righty then. Should we Ace Ventura? <laughs> Pet Detective. Best movie ever. Anyway, that's it for today. Wow. <laughs> oh, you defiant little fucking shit. <laughs> Dick chicken right now. I'm not even fucking joking anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Randy's hand. That's my dick. (laughs) (laughs) Why does it have such a flat surface? (laughs) I can't even answer. I was thinking of something just tied to the inside of my thigh. It's on a hose reel. Alright, alright, alright. Been recording this whole time? <laughs> All right. <laughs>